HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Buongiorno, and welcome to Life's a Banquet, an Italian podcast about spaghetti and meatballs and pizza with me, your host, Mario from Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) And me, Luigi from Super Mario Brothers. Ciao, Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Little known fact, ciao is actually not spelled C-H-O-W. Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, unless it's talking about puppy chow. <laughs> Your favorite food. Which it, <laughs> it is my favorite food. Oh I just God. had some for breakfast. Mm. <laughs> you like go out on a date and like they're asking all the like questions. What do you do? What, when is your birthday? What's your favorite food? And you're just like puppy chow. Puppy chow dog. But also puppy chow refers to that holiday dessert with Chex mix. Oh, yeah. Like yes. muddy buddies or whatever, but they're also called puppy chow. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about because I'm from the future. I'm six hours ahead, so I know everything before you do. Whoa. What's it like out there six years in the future? Six hours in the future. (laughs) Things have changed a lot, let me tell you. In Italy. In Italy only, yeah. Actually. Okay, so here we're fine. Yes, you're fine. Yesterday, there was a hailstorm that lasted for like, Honestly, an, a full hour of golf ball-sized hail. Holy shit, did everyone's cars get messed up? No, my car was fine, but everyone else's car is destroyed. I was parked under a tree. <laughs> <laughs> One time that happened here in Indiana when I was working, and the owner's windows got smashed out by the hail <gasps> of their car, and my head dents all over my car from it. Oh, my God, that's terrible. My friend Alex was telling me that once when they were kids, I don't remember what part of the world they were in, but that like the hail started coming down so big. It was like, um, maybe it was in Australia and the, it was like grapefruit sized and it smashed oh through their skylight. So they had to hide under the table in their kitchen. Oh my God. That seems very violent, Lord. <laughs> I know the wrath of God in action. <laughs> oh man. Nicole, what's going on in America? Any, any news, any updates? 
Okay, well, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff have starred, stopped dating, but they're still on good terms, okay? Oh, well, thank the Lord. Why did they start dating, I guess, is my first question. I don't know. She's 26 and he's 47, so he's 21 years older than her. When he, she was born, it was legal for him to drink alcohol and star on Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> That always, like, freaks me out is, like, when men date, like, these younger women, I picture them meeting them when they were babies and being like, one day I'm going to fuck this baby. Yeah, like in Twilight. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, A funny story about Twilight in Italy. Maybe I've told this already, but there's a town not too far from here, maybe, like, 45 minutes called Monte Pucciano, where the wine is famously from. I've heard of that wine. It's very popular. And uh, in the town of Montepulciano, to this day, because I just went a couple months ago, they still have, because they filmed the scene of Twilight there, there's still Twilight memorabilia everywhere. Oh, yes, I do know that. Um, I didn't realize it was in Montepulciano. But yeah, people go there. So there's like a, a documentary. My sister got me a DVDs of Twilight for my birthday because we have a DVD player at my parents' camper. And so... We, I put the DVD of Twilight in and it's like, you know, it's a DVD. So it has like this whole beginning section where they're like, oh, the making of Twilight. And it shows people going to Forks, Washington, which is the other place that it's filmed. Mm-hmm. And just like overwhelming the town with like, just like tourists wanting to like, just be in the town. It sounds really annoying. And then it shows some people travel to Italy <laughs> just to look <laughs> at that scene in Twilight, which is just to me insane. I mean, a good reason to get out of the country, I guess, but still really crazy really wild and to to go to like Tuscany so you can see where they filmed one scene in Twilight and then I guess you just go home you don't even bother to eat well I saw it time to get back on the plane yep get on the tourist bus Mm. super wild um any I know we're not really doing Ben and Jen updates anymore but are we really ready to move past it are we completely done no well I feel like they're really they got upset when we didn't when we announced to the world that we weren't going to talk about them anymore. So immediately, as soon as we announced that, if you well recall, they got married. And then now they're nervous that we're going to keep not talking about them. So they have announced that they're getting married again. (laughs) But like a real wedding that we were not invited to, by the way. I find that to be unbelievable that I feel like our invitations must have just gotten lost in the mail. That's possible. I mean, they didn't know you were going to Italy, probably. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully they get married in Italy so I can attend. In Montepulciano. <laughs> They're going to get married on 87 acres somewhere. I don't know where. They're probably not going to tell us. Wow. But That's... hopefully helicopters will fly overhead filled with paparazzi and we'll get some photos. <laughs> That's wild. I have a travel story that might make you laugh. It made me cry, okay. but in hindsight, it's kind of <laughs> funny. So... I, listener, I don't know if you know this, but I found out that, like, I had been walking around on an actually broken ankle, which I thought was a sprained ankle for nearly three months. But a tiny piece of my ankle ripped away, the ligament ripped it off of the rest of the bone, and I had been, like, power walking, like, Jane motherfucking Vonda on this thing, working. Did she power walk? Yes, she's the first power walker. She invented the sport. No, she didn't. Yeah, she invented it. So, okay. I break my ankle and I'm like the only, it's actually fine. Like I don't even really have to wear a boot, but, uh, and I don't have to have surgery, but like I thought. Oh, you don't have to have surgery. That's good. No, I know. I'm so excited. But, um, I thought, wow, let me milk this. I got a doctor's note and I was like, maybe I'll get to get a free upgrade when I get on the plane. 
if they have extra seats in business class. So I am so, so nice. I dress up nice for the plane ride. I'm so wow. polite. And I go up and they're like, I was like, hey, I have a doctor's note. They're like, no, like immediately. They didn't give a fuck. So I was like, okay, how about could I just get on the plane early so somebody could help me up with my heavy carry-on because I packed a small suitcase so I didn't have to check my bag because I heard everybody's bags get lost. So, yes, that's been happening. Yeah. So I go to check in and the woman's like, oh, you got it. You, you're coming through and you are early and you have this big ass bag. You have to check this bag. And I was like freaking out because I put all my stuff in there that I didn't want to get lost. You know, like jewelry, mm-hmm. my, my delicates, <laughs> my Why pet, did you have to- <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, Why did I- you... I Do you have know. to put it in one of those cages to see if it's big enough? Yes, I put it in the cage. I made it through this whole way. I put it in the cage. It fit. They were screaming at me. They're like, so I get out of line. I'm like pulling my like, you know, all my special things out of my bag. I start like crying. They're yelling at me. They're like, look at her. She's holding up the line. Like truly, I'm now bawling. What? Right? I'm now Did bawling. Did someone really say that in Italian? No, it was in New York. It was at JFK. So it was just like New Yorkers. But and you guys are all drive, flying to Italy though, right? Yeah, but the gate agents are American. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the gate agent said, look at her. She's holding up the line? Yes. Screaming. And I wasn't holding up the line. And like, they wouldn't give me my passport back. It was terrible. So I'm like, she's like, why are you crying? And I was like, the first thing that popped out of my mouth, much like how I pulled that years ago at Brucey when the customers were complaining I was like one of our servers died today you should like (laughs) you know don't worry if your pass is late I was like I'm getting my dad's ashes out of my bag if that's okay with you (laughs) 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 just because I want to make her feel bad so then I get on the plane and this like lovely like Dutch stewardess was like are you okay do you need a hug? And I was like, Aww. I just wanted to sit like, so I can put my foot up. I have a doctor's note and my dad's ashes. Like, I just wanted to get them out of my bag. Like I kept the lie going and she goes, is your yes. father, is your father with us today? Oh my God. <laughs> and then I, I was would, like, this is making me stressed out. <laughs> and then I was in, but I did really have a broken ankle. Like I actually did need to like put my foot up. My doctor was like, you really should put your foot up. Cause you could get a blood clot wearing this brace on the plane. So Ooh, scary. that part was real. Like I didn't lie about my injury, but I did lie about my dead dad being with me on the plane. <laughs> but anyway, so then I like go sit back in my like stupid coach seat and this, <clears throat> these like, tr- like typical Long Island family, they're like, can we switch seats with you? So we sit with our like kids who are like 13. They didn't need to sit with our kids. And I was like, I'm sorry. Also, but- book a plane flight together. Exactly. It's not my you- problem. And I was like, if you have a window seat or an aisle seat, of course, I'll switch with you. They had a middle seat. I'm like, I'm not flying nine hours in a middle seat because you didn't plan. I'm sorry. No. Plus, your dad's ashes are with you on the plane. And I'm like, plus, you don't want to sit next to a pile of ashes. So then the, the dad, who was this jerk dude, was like, okay, well, I'm going back to my seat, screaming at the top of his lungs. The middle seat. The best seat in the house. Yelling in my face. I was now pouring tears. And then the beautiful, the wonderful, beautiful Dutch stewardess comes back at the last minute. She taps me. She goes, your upgrade went through. And she moves me up to motherfucking business class with my dad's ashes. <laughs> wow. So I need to start lying about my dad's ashes on planes. Cause I've never been in business class ever. It was sick. <laughs> it was nice. And also I'm sick because that's a really fucked up weird thing to do. <laughs> But did they do you get like free snacks and stuff in business class? 
yeah, free snacks, drinks, like really comfy blankets. I got a foot rub. It was great. Okay. Also, um, Jane Fonda did not invent power walking. Okay. It was invented in 1999. Oh, that's way after her. Did she invent regular walking? Yes. It's also power walking is often confused with race walking, just so you know, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Oh Maron. Oh Maron. So the topic today is no topic because I was too lazy celebrating my birthday to research anything. I love that. Wait, we should mention to the listener that we got to see each other in person recently. Oh, yeah. I went um, to New York City, the home of the Whopper. <laughs> And <laughs> this also from New York City. New York City. <laughs> Somebody get a rope. Um, yeah, I went to New York City and walked around like a true New Yorker. And then I drove to Robert Moses Beach like a true New Yorker. <laughs> it was amazing. And while at the beach, I had, because I had this like broken ankle for a week, I had to wear a boot. So I put a garbage bag around the boot the day I went to the beach with Nicole, walked out to the beach. We go in the water. I wrap the boot in the garbage bag. We come back I'm like, why is the boot so far from the blanket? And we realized that a pack of fucking, a flock of seagulls, the band, took my boot, <laughs> carried it into the air, nibbled holes in it, and then dropped it somewhere that they felt was reasonable, far away from the blanket. Yeah. They thought that it was food because it was in a trash bag. And they're geniuses, I guess. <laughs> Because they like they can recognize garbage, which is really insane. It's really weird. They're like this. This dinner tastes like a boot. <laughs> <laughs> they will eat trash, though. I've seen them do it. Oh, it's crazy. They're non-discriminatory. They'll be like, "Oh, I love this bag of funyuns, even though there's no funyuns in it." <laughs> <laughs> they dump all the funyuns out and just eat the bag, which I guess is a good. Diet trick. If you just eat the bag of the <laughs> chips instead of the actual chips themselves, it's probably less calories. But folks introducing, are you sick and tired of your disgusting <laughs> fat ass? Try the bag <laughs> diet. Dump the chips out. We can keep the bag. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've never seen a fat seagull, you know what I'm saying? That's true, actually. I've never <laughs> seen a fat seagull either, but I wish I would. <laughs> How about Steven Seagull? Who's He's that? Fat. Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal. He's <laughs> definitely gotten a little bit chunkier over the years, for sure. He's fat, you know, and he has painted on hair. Oh, really? Why wouldn't he just get hair plugs? Like, I don't know. Musk. He paints that hair, that widow's peak is and almost Ted touching Danson. in between his brows. <laughs> well, also, if you get a facelift, your hairline moves back, too. So maybe he's struggling with that sort of phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> a fat Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have pretty low carb diets for the most part. So I think that's why they stay so slender. That's true. Only only chip bags and smelts. <laughs> Was that a child in the background? Oh, yeah, there's children here, and they're so cute. One of them just popped their cute head in here. I was going to ask her to come be on the show, but then she popped her head back out too quickly. Oh, well, how old is she? There's uh, Mimi, who's six, and then Didi, who's three, and then Bina, who's, like, one. Whoa. Yeah, so cute. They're the cutest children in human history. I cannot even <laughs> stand it. They're adorable. <laughs> the best. So what have you been doing so far in Italy? 
<sighs> in Italy. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not in Italy. I'm in Italy as I was last time. I've gone for another <laughs> vacation to Italy, folks. Right now I'm in the pasta section, crunch, crunch, crunching away on some raw bucatini. Um, <laughs> the sound of children is actually just children in the store. In the store, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you met them just now and you're trying to sell them bucatini. Uh, um, well, I'm having a great time in Italy. I'm just hanging out with my friends. Last night, I got to go to dinner at this, like, little cabin of, like, friends of the family and, like, eat fried zucchini Ooh. flowers and, like, stuffed zucchini. And it was, like, a thunderstorm. We're drinking homemade wine. Like, it was so fun. That sounds um, awesome. Yeah, it was really great. So kind of stuff like that, like fam hanging and, uh, you know, just that's basically it. Drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I swam in the pool once. It's great. Only one time? I'd be living in that pool. Oh, I got bitten by... I'm, like, having a really a adverse reaction. Yes, <laughs> I did get bitten half fully through by a shark. I'm now only a top half. <laughs> well, now you don't have to worry about your ankle being broken anymore because you just don't have an ankle. That's true. The ankle... Both ankles are gone. Um, so, aside from getting eaten by a shark... <laughs> um, what was I just going to say? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I've just like hanging out cooking oh um I've been getting eaten by mosquitoes mm. and I'm having like an adverse reaction to them at first I thought there was like a spider in the bed because I'm ha- I have these huge welts all over me but now my friend today just said maybe it's um that I'm not used to these Italian mosquitoes <laughs> and I was like yeah I guess they're just like fresh you know what I mean like fresh that's Interesting. I guess they do have different strains of mosquitoes because there was like only one type of mosquito that was carrying the West Nile or whatever, right? Mm, Yes. Like not all not all ticks have Lyme disease. That's true, but special kind. Deer ticks. All of my body parts have West Nile. (laughs) (laughs) I'm teeming with it. Do they have bug spray in Italy? Yeah, but it doesn't seem to work. I mean, truly, I am covered in, like, huge welts. I'm like, do you ever see that movie with Martin Short and Danny Glover where he, like, eats peanuts and he, like, blows up to, like, balloon size? That's what <laughs> <No>. I, like... <laughs> what movie oh my is God. that? <laughs> I can't remember. It's, like, they're spies or something. I can never remember the name of the movie, but, like... Danny he, Glover and Martin Short were yeah, in a movie together? Yeah, it's amazing. It's really funny, and there's a scene okay. when they're, like, on a small cargo plane, and, like, Martin Short <laughs> eats, like, a peanut, and, like, he's, like starts being a little bit itchy and then he's like I'm fine and then he basically I think it's where like Jiminy Glick originated because then all of a sudden he's like massive and like his whole face is swollen he's gone into complete anaphylaxis but that's me (laughs) I'm heinous I'm hideous look away don't even listen okay so what is it three fugitives no no Mm -hmm. that's the fugitive there was three of them. <laughs> it's the third. That's the third fugitive. The three fugitives. <laughs> Each fugitive sequel gains an additional fugitive. <laughs> that is true, though, because the sequel to the fugitive had a different fugitive. <laughs> that's crazy. And eventually it's like a no bottomed man, which is me. It's called Pure Luck. It yes, has 17% luck. on Rotten Tomatoes. No one has ever seen this movie except for you. <laughs> <laughs> it really sticks in my head. I reference it constantly. Oh, here's a picture of him blowing up from the peanut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I look like. I'm like the fucking Michelin man <laughs> over here, but pink. And bottomless. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Um, well, I looked into some news stories since we didn't have a topic, so we could just keep the conversation going about... Oh. 
complete stupid bullshit. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work. Because I didn't know if they, they don't, I don't know if they had the news in Italy or not. No, nothing. No, no, no. People just <laughs> shout out of their bell towers. Oh, mamma mia! <laughs> um, yeah, are you near where they filmed Mamma Mia? Is that, is that an Italian yeah. movie? They're filming the Mamma Mia, the Mamma Mia 3 over here. There's Mamma Mia's everywhere. Are, is Mamma Mia, is that in Italy or Greece? I have no idea. I never saw it. I'm not a really huge ABBA fan like you are. I've never seen it either, but there's also <laughs> a sequel to it um, for some unclear reason where Meryl Streep was not in it, right? Oh, yeah, they're on the Greek Islands, so never mind. Not relevant. Scratch that from the okay. record. So, rip from the headlines, you guys. Well, the first thing is very sad to me. I don't even know why I'm so sad about it, but I just it just seems so strange. But Anne Heche died. Oh, yeah, it's a after- really, like, shit way to die, too. Well, she, it's crazy because I, I watched the footage of her crashing her car into someone's house. She's driving so insanely fast. Um, but then you actually see her, like, being put on a gurney or whatever. Oh. And she's, like, flailing all around. Like, she oh, seems like she's God. alive, you know? And then they say that immediately after that she goes into a coma. I don't know. I think it's suspicious. I think that this is a conspiracy and that Anne Heche was murdered. Wow. You're gonna, it goes all the way to the top, huh? <laughs> well, I just, like, it's very vague. You know, I haven't spoken to her doctor directly, but the news reporting is like, oh, she slipped into a coma immediately, and then she died because she had no oxygen to her brain. But I'm like, why didn't she have any oxygen to her brain? She was on the, she was already under the care of the emergency responders when she yeah. went into her coma. So it just seems suspicious to me. Somebody, she must Terrible. have known something. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the Clintons. <laughs> As usual. Um, okay. But in less sad news, um, there is a literally this was the top news story in my news feed this morning, is that people are in battled over sheets because some people say that you should have a top sheet, but they don't just say that you should, they like scream at you that you have to have a top sheet. And other people are like no, I don't have a fucking top sheet. What's the point of a top sheet? I have my blanket. So sure. what camp are you in, Zara? Um, okay, well, I'm going to tell you that I've been in both camps before. I started my <laughs> journey as a person fiercely fighting against top sheets. Saying, okay. no, That's no, right. no, top sheet. Then what I realized is your top sheet keeps your disgusting, gross, dead skin from your blanket. So... You don't want that nasty. Are you sick and tired of your dirty old skin coming off on your blanket? Try a top sheet. Well, but I wash my comforter cover when I wash my sheets every single week. So for me, not an issue. Fair enough. However, what if you're one of these freak daddies who doesn't have a comforter, like a duvet cover, and you just have a quilt that you like really don't wash that much? Well, okay. I'm just saying... The, the fight for sheets needs to be individual. And you can't just imagine some stranger out there that has some weird quilt they don't wash very often. You just have to, it has to be specific to yourself. Okay. So for me, I don't need a top sheet. Although when people come over, for some reason, I put one on. Like I'm embarrassed for them to know that I don't yeah. use one. You live in shame <laughs> of yourself. You're like, oh, here's a top sheet for you. Just like I use in my own bed. Like night. they're even going to, like they're just going to go into my bedroom and notice <laughs> My sheet scenario, like, they're like, I just wanted to make sure that you use the top sheet. So I'm going to pull down your covers and check. Because that's the only way they would ever know. Well, I mean, do you, do you wear underwear? Do you wear underwear? 
Do I wear underwear? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm but also, say, that's none of your business. <laughs> well, I'm going to pull down your comforter and see what's going on under there. Um, so then I switched to being a top sheet person. And to be honest, I really didn't have a lot to do with caring about my dead skin cells getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. It more just was like, I got cute sheets and I was like, put the top one on. And then I felt like with my, this is very boring, but with my um, (laughs) thin blanket that I keep on top of my, like, so I go duvet, comforter, thin blanket, top sheet, me, bottom sheet, bed, floor. Okay, I didn't realize we were starting from the top. I feel like that's too many blankets, though. Well, I like to be snuggly. In the summer, I just have one quilt and my sheets, and in the winter, I have my duvet cover, so I actually, maybe I'm using a top sheet now subconsciously because I just have a quilt that's annoying to wash. So I don't wash it every week. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. I don't give a shit if people use a top sheet or not. What I do like very much is a pillowcase. Oh, well, I do people not use pillowcases? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Some people don't use pillowcases. I, guess I right now, keep forgetting to buy pillow covers for my you know like the protective sheets that you put over your pillow before you put the pillowcase on also i'm just realizing that big sheets is really scamming us out of all of our money do we really need to put multiple things on top of our pillows before we put a pillowcase on that's true but i'm actually gonna ask a quick question here you put a pillowcase on top of your pillowcase no, I put a pillow protector. Oh, that's on my psychotic, pillow. really? So you don't get drool on the pillow because pillows stain. Like I take my pillowcases off, and all of a sudden there's like a map of the world pattern on them, and I'm like, "What is this yeah. from? My body? Yeah, my face? It is. It's for your disgusting face. Yeah. So that's why I put a protector on to keep the disgusting face stuff from getting onto my pillow. Sometimes I'm even like, there's like little spots of blood on my pillow on my pillows, and I'm like, "Am I bleeding <laughs> in the night? I'm just bleeding from my head." Wait, are you serious? I thought you were joking. Are you that you no, gotta go to the swear. doctor? You gotta bring I your know. pillow in. I take my pillowcases off and the whole pillow's drenched in blood, but I haven't <laughs> soaking to the core. The feathers are sticky with blood. And I just yeah. I don't really I'm just like this probably happens to most people, so I don't really do anything about it, but I guess I could get a pillow protector to stop the, the seepage. All right, well let's stop talking about pillows before everyone turns off the radio. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I found another article that's very concerning to me, but it was behind a paywall, so I can't read what it's talking about. But they said that dark plasma eruptions from the sun are headed toward Earth. But I couldn't read the article, so I don't know if we need to prepare for the end times or if it's they're not going to make it because it's plasma and it just doesn't, you know, doesn't go very fast. Like, I don't know. But I'm concerned. Oh, my God. First of all. Anyone in Italy, since you're in the future, has anything <laughs> happened? We haven't seen any <laughs> dark plasma here yet. But, I mean, two questions. First, do you think, do you think my, my pillow blood could actually be dark plasma? Oh, no. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. Second question. Um, it's Well, this is more of a statement. I feel bad that, like, you're too poor to know if we're going to die or not. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> If only you had that two ninety nine, we could all know what our future holds. <laughs> no, because then I'm gonna what? Sign up for it and then forget about it, and then I'm gonna be charged two ninety nine a month and a month for the rest of my life for like Time magazine or whatever articles was in. Totally, um, but your your life isn't gonna last much longer because we're gonna be killed by dark plasma. <laughs> what if I sign up for it and they're like, oh yeah, I mean it's heading towards Earth, but it'll never reach Earth. That's just true. Wrote, it's clickbait, you do, and now you owe us your life savings. 
That's a very good point. I made this mistake signing up for a Newsday subscription for this very podcast, trying to research something about <laughs> like Long Island. And I was getting charged like $27 a month for a subscription to Newsday Online, which is the Long Island newspaper. <laughs> yeah, the Indianapolis newspaper is behind a paywall here. So I can't read any of the local articles. <laughs> Crazy. I'm like, not even a failing New York Times costs $27 a month. This is wild. I think it does. It's so expensive. I just got a re-up thing. Also, I signed up for the crossword app, and mm. now you literally have to, like, call them on the phone to unsubscribe from it. It's yes. a scam. You do. It's an extreme a total scam. scam. Um, but in other news, Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers, I guess. <laughs> of the Joe Jonas Brothers. He partnered with a Botox company announcing to the world that he gets Botox, which I think is a big deal because usually men don't talk about the Botox. More like Jotox. As a society, (laughs) as a society, we're getting better. I mean, just as the dark plasma smashes onto Earth. (laughs) Just in time for the dismantling of the patriarchy. Black plasma. Okay, for men to also get paranoid about wrinkles and give big Botox all their cash. (laughs) um yeah so you know he gets botox he's 33 i feel like he's a little young for botox but you know the pressures of being famous probably weigh on him harder than they do on me plus he has the same first Uh, and last name which is embarrassing he obviously has a lot to frown about yeah that's true um another interesting news tidbit i know you're gonna be really upset by this one (laughs) uh the dodge challenger is retired forever Oh, wow. You know, it's funny that when you said that, I my first thought was the Challenger, like the one that exploded, the spaceship. Oh, no. That and is I was not like, the Dodge Challenger. I was like, wow, they haven't <laughs> retired that thing already once it exploded in space and killed everyone on it? And it most no. possible. Yeah, no, that was not the Dodge Challenger. That was just the Challenger. And it retired itself and it exploded into <laughs> tiny pieces. Um, the Dodge Challenger is a car. Yes. Um, that I know that you've been looking forward to getting the newest model of every year, and now you can't because the yeah, newest was, model is 2022, and that's it. That's all I she was, wrote. I was looking to get my hands on one after I copped a Ford Pinto. <laughs> also retired. Another exploding vehicle. In another exploding vehicle news. No, this is not exploding vehicle news. This is unrelated news to what we were just talking about. So a picture appeared on Reddit, and it shows a man stuck in like a public toilet hole in the ground holding himself up by his elbows oh my god um completely nude and the caption is like this guy dropped his phone in the toilet and decided to go in after it got stuck and was spent the whole night in this porta potty (laughs) oh my god Um, well, it's not a porta potty. It's like a concrete, whatever. It's like a public land toilet or whatever. Oh, um, no. And so this dude, this investigative journalist is like, I have to get to the bottom of this story. Like, I have to find out who this guy was. I have to find out where this was. And I was like, okay, I have to read this whole article about this, I guess. And so this guy is going all over Montana, like literally emailing this photo to the police departments in town, the fire departments, um, trying to find out where this location is at where this guy's stuck in the toilet um many police officers do not respond to them back you know it's because a cab with jerks 
Um, and he eventually figures out that this guy was on, you know, like a public access, access fishing site, like in the forest service or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so then he calls the local fire department and they're like, oh yeah, we know about this, but we didn't actually respond to it. This guy did in fact lose his phone. He did in fact strip completely naked and jump into a vault toilet. So a vault toilet, I did not know this. They can be five feet deep and <gasps> wide. So oh. he's like, <laughs> he's like hanging on for dear life because otherwise he would have just like gone all the way down and just been in an obnoxious shithole for whatever. <laughs> but um, they also said that he actually wasn't there overnight. He was only there for three hours. Um, but, and they had to bust down the door to get into him. Um, <laughs> And just imagine being found completely naked, stuck in a toilet. Like, that's just not... Dude, <laughs> not, not, not like this. And then some guy took a picture of him and put it on the internet. He did black his face out, though, so that was nice. So he's still anonymous. We don't know who he is. Wow, um, that's amazing. Spending your evening in a toilet, just, like, nearly avoiding drowning in shit. Like, that's how you're going to die, also, drowning I'm in like, a five-foot you... pool of shit. If your phone goes in a five foot pool of shit, I say leave it there. hundred <laughs> percent. Maybe he didn't have insurance. Who knows? Um, but also another woman in a national park in Washington fell face first into a vault toilet trying to get her phone out. Um, she mm. was only trapped down there for one hour. <laughs> this is what's wrong with the world today, that that is how much somebody <laughs> values a phone because, and it's not their fault because a phone costs a thousand dollars. And so yeah. they're willing to jump into a, a possibly to their <laughs> deaths into a big hole of shit to get it out. <laughs> also, I'm like, you know, back in the olden days when we just had landlines, if you dropped your landline in the toilet, you would not go in there and get it. You would just go to the store and get another one. Of course. Mimi, do you want to be on the podcast? Want to say hi? Hi. Hi, Mimi. Hi. We have a special guest, <laughs> Mimi. Yes. <laughs> She has an eye in the middle of her head. Yes. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop down into the middle of the toilet to get my phone either. Never. Not mm-hmm. now. Not ever. <laughs> Should well, we take a break and come back with some, uh, with my little tidbit for this free balling episode? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's take a quick break. My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Okay, folks, and we're back. We have a tiny, adorable co-host with us, and I'm going to bring you a little bit about some fun celebrity birthdays because it was my favorite celebrity birthday this past week, my friend, Nicole Bailey. (laughs) I am a celebrity. She's a huge local celebrity. So. Um, a couple of funny things that I got all from uh, U.S. Weekly, as you like to say, Nicole, or Us <laughs> Weekly, as the rest of civilization says. Um, okay, so here's a, fun, a couple of very uh, over-the-top, extravagant celebrity birthdays. We're going to start with, that's right, you guessed it, Beyonce Knowles. For her 35th birthday, apparently Queen Bee rocked sparkling one-legged pants and a midriff, uh, a midriff shirt at her celebration, while her rapper husband... <laughs> Really got into the spirit of the era with a towering wig. Oh, she did a 70s theme birthday. Bandana and military style jacket that made him look like rocker Jimi Hendrix. As and okay. as they did a ver- sexy version of the beloved TV show's line dance. Um, okay. Of what beloved TV show? That's a really great, uh, Soul Train. They had a Soul Train party. 
Oh, got it. Could right. I guess that probably. So they had a great time. So anyway, that was just like kind of getting us into it. The rest of the birthdays are much more exciting. So Chris Jenner, <laughs> the mo- America's momager, uh-huh. on her 60th birthday, Chris has a great Gatsby themed birthday party, oh which I just God. want to like interject to say that as someone who doesn't really like to celebrate my birthday, the thought of having a birthday party that's like themed where there's themed? like tons of people yeah. and you send out an invitation, like come to my Gatsby themed birthday is the most em- embarrassing thing that I can imagine happening as yeah. an adult, also, as you, an adult, as a child. Like, oh, great. You have to, sure. Yeah. So anyway, according to Us Weekly, it says the momager partied late Friday evening at the lot in West Hollywood, California, with many of her famous friends, including Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Obviously, this was uh, eons ago, as these two would never be invited anywhere ever again. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. And uh, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, and Tina Knowles. I guess Beyonce was busy. Um, there was a, con- a con- <laughs> there was a confetti cannon at around eleven thirty. It was amazing. A confetti cannon? Uh, yep. Wait. A confetti cannon. That seems like too much for me. I don't want that. So seems wild. wild. So wild. So this one it gets even crazier. Kate Moss. This is for her fortieth birthday, which was over hundred years ago. Um, most people <laughs> might think that one night of excess was quite enough for most 40 year olds. Thank you, Mimi. But Kate Moss appeared hell bent on proving that her hard partying, uh, ways are not over just yet. After celebrations for her landmark birthday party finally wrapped up after almost a hundred hours, the last survivors of her <laughs> mammoth four day party left the Cosworld's, uh, Cosworld's home, which is, I guess, where they had the party following a Glastonbury-themed bash that was expected to ha- cost the star, guess how much it cost for a four-day birthday party? Uh, $5 million. <laughs> no, not that much. 100,000 British pounds, but it still sounds like a lot. Yeah, but also, what is it, what does a Glastonbury theme even mean? I mean, I, that's why I wasn't invited, I think, because I, I didn't know yeah. what that meant. I think the Glastonbury theme is like the Glastonbury Music Festival. Okay, so weird. That seems like a weird theme to have for your birthday party but whatever everyone was wearing wellies I guess <laughs> I, yes everyone was eating fish and chips and vomiting this is after the party then on Sunday the model is said to have turned sh- a chef cooking roast beef with Yorkshire puddings for all the remaining guests the lavish four-day exclusive event was even better than all the models previous hell-raising exploits for her 30th <laughs> she hosted a beautiful and the damned party like the F. Scott oh. Fitzgerald novel man people are into F. Scott Scott Fitzgerald's theme parties. They really love it. They can't get enough. The opulence. I mean, am I right? Um, three, three years later, she indulged in a riotous 24-hour drinking and dancing party. Par for the course. <laughs> and then when she turned 34, she planned four parties spanning 34 hours, one hour for each year of her life. That's so, they, it's the thing that's funny that they keep mentioning the hours long of her birthday party. They're like, this party lasted for 26 hours. I'm like, I know. Okay. I guess I need to a party cocaine. after like 45 minutes. <laughs> totally. Yes. They were all V high. Um, but, so you know, this is just, when she was 34, that was like the seventies. So. <laughs> um, exactly. That was in the 1870s. So this, I think is funny because, um, I don't know if you remember this, this video when, um, Dak Shepard gave Kristen Bell a, um, a sloth oh for God. her 31st birthday and she started freaking out and crying because there was a sloth on her birthday. 
It was yes, really, she was really quite shocking. <laughs> she was bawling. Yes, it was it was a shocking reaction to a, a sloth. I personally didn't know what to do with it. Um, it scared me, but alas, we made it. <laughs> and then, so the last one I wanted to just quickly talk about was Simon Cowell, who reportedly invited 400 guests to a mansion. <laughs> in, sorry, Jeez, this is the worst episode in human history. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Sneezing, drinking, a time delay. The only thing that's saving us is that we have cute kiddos here hanging on. Um, how many people went to Simon Cowell's birthday? Uh, 400. Nobody likes him. No, 400 people do not like him enough. I know. So Cowell had a tank of mini sharks in the bathroom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and a project and a projection of his own face onto the side of the historic manor. Oh my God. What a freak. I know. Well, these are all ideas for your next birthday. So that's all I have really. It's not all that interesting, but, um, it's not all that uninteresting either. It's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this is definitely more interesting than us talking about top sheets for 45 minutes and also pillowcase covers, which I think more people do need to talk about though. I agree. This should really be more part of the conversation. And I like that we didn't mention <laughs> the most heartbreaking news of the entire week, which was that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. Ruining oh, yeah. my, all my faith in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I find it hard to believe that they ever dated in the first place, but they did ride a ride at Disney World together. Well, I read today that it was a publicity stunt. The breakup or the relationship? <laughs> the relationship. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I don't feel like they actually were dating, but you never know. Yeah, we never know. Well, I think it's about time to go because um, I have a friend here who is dying to play, and so I'm going to go play with her and get off of this uh, dastardly episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, tell Italy we said hello. Ooh. Please, I know I have to hang on. No, no, hang on. You can hang up in a second. Okay, I will tell Italy you said hello. And uh, as always, Mimi, can you say hasta la pasta? Hasta la pasta. Love you, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Life's a Banquet is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.